It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Breaking news alert Thursday night from the New York Times reporting that prosecutors from Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's office have signaled that charges against the former president are likely. They issued an invitation to Donald Trump to appear next week before the grand jury. Now, the invitation to the target of an investigation is generally a signal that the investigation is winding down. Bragg's office convened this grand jury to evaluate business-related matters, including Trump's role in hush money payments to adult film actress Stormy Daniels during the 2016 presidential campaign that were classified as a legal expense. This according to people with knowledge of the investigation. The former guy, of course, sounded off on his so-called truth social platform Thursday night, declaring, among other things, I did absolutely nothing wrong. I never had an affair with Stormy Daniels, nor would I have wanted to have an affair with Stormy Daniels. Well, I'll agree that affair is the wrong word to describe the one-night stand that Miss Daniels has testified she participated in, as unsatisfying as it may have been. Stay tuned. This story will likely move quickly. Well, the February jobs numbers are in, and once again, For the second month in a row, it was a stronger-than-expected showing for the labor market, this time U.S. employers adding 311,000 jobs. The unemployment rate did tick up just a tad to 3.6%. But, as we live in opposite world, the good economic numbers will likely trigger another larger-than-hoped-for hike in interest rates. I guess that's the you're-damned-if-you-do, damned-if-you-don't principle at work. As Senator Elizabeth Warren protested in a Senate Banking Committee hearing this week with Fed Chair Jerome Powell. Right now, the unemployment rate is 3.4%, which is the lowest in 54 years. And we actually don't think that we need to see a sharp or enormous increase in unemployment to get inflation under control. I'm looking at your projections. Do you call laying off 2 million people this year not a sharp increase in unemployment? Four and a half percent. Explain that to the 2 million families who are going to be out of work. We need a Fed that will fight for families. And if you're not going to lead that charge, we need someone at the Fed who will. President Joe Biden released his annual budget on Thursday, outlining his policy priorities for the coming year. Biden's 2024 budget mostly rehashed the president's earlier proposals, expanding the Social Security safety net and to pay for it by raising taxes on the wealthiest Americans and corporations who haven't been paying their fair share. Biden wants to restore the expanded child tax credit and make permanent the enhanced Obamacare subsidies. And he wants to provide universal free preschool, make college more affordable, and establish a national paid family and medical leave program. You know, standard socialism. Unfortunately, the president's proposed budget has no chance of making it through the Republican-controlled House, but it could still frame upcoming political battles on Capitol Hill, where the Republicans have yet to unveil their own spending plan. A federal appeals court on Thursday upheld a new Florida law that raised the minimum age to purchase a gun from 18 to 21. The law was passed after 17 people were killed in a shooting at Marjory Stoneman Douglas High School by a 19-year-old in 2018. But this 3-0 ruling from the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals comes as age-based restrictions 
are shaping up to be a flashpoint in the legal battles over gun access since the Supreme Court last year laid out a new test for determining a gun restriction's constitutionality. But this ruling may also be short-lived because here in Florida, Republican lawmakers introduced a bill this week that would lower the minimum age required to buy a gun in the state from 21 back to 18. Of course they did. Oh, and at the same time, moved forward on DeSantis's priority, allowing permitless concealed carry of firearms in Florida. No registration or licensing necessary. What could possibly go wrong? And in related news, yeah, it is. The Washington Post reporting Thursday night that people close to the fascist Florida man say that DeSantis has described his presidential plans with no caveats, that he is planning to run for the Republican nomination for the presidency in this election cycle. And then there was this news that former Virginia Attorney General and Trump administration official Ken Cuccinelli has started a new super PAC called Never Back Down, and it's aimed at boosting DeSantis for president in 2024. Oh, please. Oh, and by the way, DeSantis headed to Iowa today. Trump will be there on Monday. And off they go. Seven people were killed during a mass shooting on Thursday. This time not in the U.S., but at a Jehovah's Witness Kingdom Hall in the German city of Hamburg, in what German Chancellor Olaf Scholz has denounced as a brutal act of violence. Thankfully, the alleged perpetrator also died in the incident. And another international violence, a week after the kidnapping of four Americans in Mexico, investigators are still working to piece together how and why this happened. And amazingly, the Gulf Cartel, which is believed to be responsible for the kidnapping and the murders, issued an apology letter and handed over five of its members to local authorities. Okay, Uh, whatever that means. And finally, here's your annual reminder to change the clocks this weekend as we spring forward. Though some are trying to make this the last time we'll have to do that, Senator Ed Markey, who is dubbed the Sun King because he got legislation passed extending daylight saving time in 1985 and again in 2005. Now Markey is one of the sponsors of a bipartisan bill that would allow states to lock in permanent daylight saving time, enabling us to spring forward this Saturday night, Sunday morning, one last time and never have to fall back again. But in the meantime, there's this. There were those in Washington who thought they could control the space-time continuum. We'll just move time, they said. We'll save time. So they passed a law changing time forever. Forever. Or at least till fall. This is the new and Congress-approved weekend to change... Saturday night before you head to bed or Sunday morning at 2. Time moves forward one hour. Spring forward. A friendly reminder from your favorite radio station. We like time. And National Geographic, too. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button. 